0: Coming up on
1: today's show...
0: Social media string stores are now ruling the industry. Labels now become more promoters and managers than producers or investors in music. They sometimes, here in Greece happens, they charge you for services that you are not sure that will succeed.
1: And welcome to another new episode of Now Hear This Entertainment Featuring interviews with guests who are having success in entertainment, primarily music I am Bruce Wozniak talking to guests who are singers, songwriters, musicians, recording artists and more From the worldwide music community Get in touch with me by writing to podcast at nhte.net Or instead of email, you are welcome to DM me through the at Now Hear This Entertainment Instagram account I'm Joining me today on the Now Hear This Entertainment guest line from Athens, Greece, my guest is a singer, songwriter, guitar player, and composer who just released a remixed single at the end of November. He is working on a new album that we will hear about today, and has performed not only in his home country, but in Turkey, France, Russia, Germany, Poland, and here in the US, including having at one point opened for Moby in Greece. He has also worked on soundtracks for TV spots and ads here in the U.S. as well as in Canada. He has gotten well over 11 million combined video views on his official YouTube channel, and his Spotify numbers are most impressive as well. On that platform alone, he has more than 52,000 monthly listeners, and his top song there has gotten more than 4.2 million streams. You've been hearing a song of his called Love Story, Welcome to Now Hear This Entertainment, Monsieur Minimal.
0: Hi, Bruce. Hi, everybody.
1: Christos, it's great to have you on the show. Thank you for joining me from seven hours ahead. for me, too. Over in Europe. Let's kick things off by having you share with the audience all about the song of yours that was just playing called Love Story.
0: Yes, uh, uh, this uh, song was written when I was uh, 25 years old. Now I'm 43, <laughs> and it uh, talks about a uh, love story that never comes true. Uh, it was one of my first songs that I composed and was included in my debut album uh, titled Lollipop. And uh, Love Story became the biggest uh, global hit since now. It has more than, uh, I think, uh, 4 million uh, plays in Spotify and more than 2 million views on YouTube.
1: Was it really written when you were age five? Yes. (laughs) So walk us through that. How do you, 38 years later, how do you remember that? How do you find it? How does that song go from 38 years ago to being a real release in
0: 2023? Uh, I enjoy it because, you know, it's my hit single. And uh, nowadays... uh, I'm preparing a new edition. I'm planning to release it again in my next uh, upcoming album.
1: But I guess my thoughts go to when you are age five, you certainly are writing very much as a child versus an adult who has become an accomplished composer and songwriter. So how much did you change what you wrote at age five when you were actually preparing this song to produce and release it?
0: Uh, everything was changed uh, when i was 20 years old 25 years old uh my philosophy about uh, music and uh, life was completely different uh, from now but the my love in to writing music is the same as much more now bigger love so uh, i have never thought about about this
1: When you were five years old, was this a poem? Did you intend it to be a song? Did you already know at age five, I want to do music someday? Uh, Yes, definitely. And
0: uh, I think when I was a child, I was uh, uh, telling to all my friends that I want to compose uh, songs, I want to do a record. So when the time has come and uh, I find the chance... I did whatever I have to do to to complete my dream.
1: Okay, so that's a good place to set me up to ask you. I know there will be people listening to this interview because they are fans of Monsieur Minimal, but for those who are just being introduced to you for the first time, tell us about your experience in music for what is now more than 15 years, including, I believe, having started as a professor?
0: No, 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 no. I started as an amateur and a music lover. When uh, in uh, 2007, I was one of the winners in a Greek music competition. And then all started. Uh, Until then, I was just writing my music in my home studio and uh, doing a normal job. And then when this competition came, I sing... Uh, my first contact uh, with a Greek label and I released my first album Lollipop in 2008 and then the success was massive in Greece and somewhere uh, in Europe in other countries abroad and uh, some of my songs played in um, USA, in Canada in other countries and um, in uh, 2015, I create my own label in order to release and manage my music Mm. professionally.
1: So tell me, you said that you won the contest, I think you said in 2007. So in the years prior to that, in what order? We heard that you were five years old and you were already writing what would eventually be an actual song that got released. But When did you start to sing? When did you start to play the guitar? Because if you got to the point where you were doing things in a home studio and were able to produce a song to submit to the competition, then you certainly had to be doing it. Even though it was recreational, you certainly had to be doing a lot behind the scenes at home with singing and writing and playing guitar.
0: I started playing guitar when I was 10 years old, in the early 90s, because of my Big love to the grunge music uh, from Seattle bands like uh, Nirvana, Sonic Youth Pearl Jam was one of my uh, biggest influence and made me love the music and start playing music and then uh, I arranged my own band and start playing with my band but uh, until uh, two thousand seven I do it like as an amateur. And then everything, everything uh, started, and I, I, I sing the first uh, contract. Then the all, all the other things comes.
1: So when you were doing it at home as an amateur, yes, were you doing it with the goal of I'm doing this because I do want to become a professional and I do want music to be my career. Yes.
0: How can I ex- express it? It was a secret thought.
1: I see. A secret dream. I see. Yes, it was a secret dream. But at the same time, I think what you're telling us is that you didn't just do this on a whim, submit to this contest, and then win it and say, well, I guess I'm going into music now. You're saying, well, this was a secret dream of mine, so that was kind of what I needed to propel me into. Great. Now I can fully reveal to everybody my musical talents and pursue this the way I've always wanted to.
0: Yes, because when I win, uh, I took the third place in the competition and then my music started playing uh, everywhere, in the radio stations, mm. in the TV. Then I realized that, okay, that this is, <laughs> this is something good. <laughs> I have to do it better. I have to, to, to go on and uh, make my dream come true.
1: Yeah, I like that. And I think, would would you agree, Christos, that winning that contest probably also gave you some validation? Because certainly you were confident in your own talents and your own abilities, but winning that gave you probably that boost of confidence that I knew I was talented, but this reinforces it, and so now I can do more with it.
0: Of course, of course. And I have to say that uh, I didn't send uh, my tracks to the competition. A friend of mine did that ah. without knowing it. Yes, that was the it was the platform MySpace. Yes, do you remember it? Yes, yes. It was then he sent uh, three tracks, and one day uh, someone from the competition called me and say, "Okay, you can do the opening act with uh, a big band from Greece." and uh, take a place to the competition wow. and i say
1: okay this is a big challenge and i did that wow wow that's fantastic and you just started to say a few minutes ago about the grunge sound coming out of seattle you mentioned nirvana i was talking over it but we did hear to some extent your song love story in the beginning plus i will be playing another track of yours at the end but tell us in your own words about your music your style your genre
0: So It is very hard to to answer this question because if someone can listen to all my albums, he will notice that uh, every album is different from the other because uh, of my influence. When I was a a child, uh, I was in love with 80s music and Michael Jackson was my music idol. And then uh, when I became a teenager, this Grant's, uh, music and Nirvana became uh, uh, my next uh, music uh, idol, and uh, so when I start compose my music, all this was mixed, and uh, okay was filtered by my uh, sense of music. Uh, so if I have to give a title to my music, I would say that is a music for, I think, romantic people. Who loves to travel uh, in time with her thoughts, uh, and the genre that uh, nowadays is more close to the music that I compose is uh, uh, vintage music with elements of uh, soul, funky, psychedelic pop, and soft rock music, and a little bit electronical elements.
1: Wow! Wow!
0: It's mixed because I listen. I listen a lot of music. I don't like. Only one genre or two genres. I like most of the
1: genres. I don't like uh, metal music and hip-hop. Only that. Well, and this is not a genre, but I think the word that comes to mind is eclectic. That summarizes what you're describing. Okay, you can say eclectic. I want the audience to understand that as much as I referred to a remix single that was released at the end of November and the new album that we're gonna hear about that you're working on, you do have quite a back catalog. As we continue to get to know you, Christos, share with us about your discography.
0: Uh, Yes, as I said before, my first album was released in uh, 2008, my debut album with the title Lollipop, uh, where the love story included in this uh, album. Since then, I have uh, six albums. In 2010, uh, I released uh, an album in Greek because I also love to sing in Greek. The title of the album was Pasta Flora. In 2012, I released again an English album uh, with the title Minimal to Maximal. In 2015, I released the album High Times. This is an electronic uh, album with influence from MTMT, uh, Daft Punk and in 2017 I released a new album in Greek titled Erotica the success was massive in Greece because of the album was in Greek and in uh, 2020 I released an album in English with the title Hysteria it was in the beginning of Kalantina.
1: ah uh. And folks, as you heard in the intro, Christos is working on a new album, and I will be asking him about that in the second half of our show. But for right now, Christos, let's focus on the songwriter, the composer, and I guess even the guitar player hats that you wear. What does your writing process look like? Where do your song ideas come from? Do you write by yourself or with others? Are you stronger at lyrics or at melody? Describe all that for us. Yes,
0: Um, I'm a lonely cowboy, so (laughs) I have my bands, I have my musicians, and uh, when we have time, we're playing, we're jamming, and we help each other. It's better to do it with others than uh, by yourself, but I'm a DIY worker, so I write my music by myself. Everything starts from my small home studio where I live, and I first compose the music uh, with my guitar, with uh, the keyboard, and then I write the lyrics if it's necessary, because I also love the instrumental music. Mm-hmm. I think uh, that I am stronger in music melody, but as the years goes by, I am growing up and writing good lyrics means also a lot to me. and trying to find the ideal balance between the music and the lyrics and telling the stories uh, of my life. This is the the
1: procedure. I have several follow-up questions based on everything that you just told us. The first question is, I'm curious to know, are you a full-time musician? Or because when you say I'm a DIY worker... I'm getting hung up on that phrase because I'm trying to understand if music is your full-time career or if you're doing this in addition to holding down a regular job.
0: No, 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 I don't I don't have a regular job. I, I abandoned my regular job. I'm an electrical engineer. I abandoned this. I abandoned a very good job in Siemens in, in 2008 in the beginning instead of uh, make my dream come true and follow the music so i'm 100% a, a musician but i told you i do i white worker because i am musician i write the music i compose the music i i design the music i master the music i mix the music i i control the music because i have my own label and i do the publishing also
1: yeah, you promote yourself. You book your own shows. So you are, you are truly a. a what did you say? A, a what cowboy?
0: Lonely cowboy.
1: Lonely cowboy. Lonely cowboy. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. So then go back to that time that you made the decision to walk away from your career as an electrical engineer and say, I'm just going to do music because as much as winning that contest helped you, I'm sure that had to be scary to say, I'm going to give up my bread and butter and walk away from being an electrical engineer and I'm just going to do music. That was not an easy decision, was it?
0: No, it wasn't. But it was a chance. It was a big sense. I was uh, very young, so I didn't have nothing to lose, just a job.
1: (laughs) So tell me about, you mentioned your band when I asked you about songwriting. What are the other members of your band, meaning what instruments and what does that look like when it comes to recording as well as performing live in terms of how many pieces there are? And is it always the same or do you hire out different players for studio work? What does that all look like?
0: No, no. We are uh, six on the stage, wow. uh, including me. I played the guitar and I sing. And uh, sometimes I control uh, the keys and the samples. And uh, there is one keyboard player. There is another guitar player. There is a bass player. There is the drummer and um, a lead organ, uh, mostly trumpet.
1: Wow, wow. That's a diverse lineup. But get back to the part where you talked about yourself composing the songs, because when there are lyrics involved, how do you make the decision to record in English or in Greek? It depends
0: on the genre. So if I write something that is influenced most from, let's say, soul music, or uh, let's say funky, let's say a sound that is not so close to Greek music, I decided to to write the lyrics in English. Ah. The lyrics and the language, it's like a synthesizer. Whatever it fits, better.
1: You mentioned earlier about the grunge sound coming out of Seattle. You mentioned Nirvana. So that was many, many years ago. Present day, right now, who would you say your influences are? Because I'm curious as to whether... They will be from Greece or from the U.S. or both or perhaps even other countries.
0: Uh, as I said, uh, in my early 80s, pop music was my beloved music. Michael Jackson was music idol for me. In the 90s, uh, when I was a teenager, grand music was my next step. And then bands like Radiohead, Bell & Sebastian, Moby. Moby was one of my favorite artists when I did the uh, opening acting when he came in Greece. Portishead also was one of my favorite bands and maybe other bands from this genre. And that helps me writing my albums. In Zeros, I opened my ears more and started listening much more electronic music, techno, ambience. And that helps me to meet and love synthesizers and compose my third album minimal to maximal. In early 10s, as I said before, Daft Punk, MGMT, Bala was one of my biggest influences in order to compose my fourth album, High Times. And then in uh, 2016, I was moved for a while in Berlin where I, I missed my, my language and I missed my culture. And I started listening uh, soundtracks from music from 60s in 70s, and artists like uh, Giannis Panos, uh, uh, Mimis Plesas and Xarchakos, is, uh, these are very big uh, composers here in Greece. I also start listening to uh, Serge Gainsbourg, Demis Roussos, Julio Iglesias, Marvin Gaye, mm. sounds from the 70s that I have never met before. And that helps me to compose my album Erotica and latest my album Hysteria and make make uh, bring me to another world, the, the world of 70s or 60s that I have never met before. Mm. That was a big challenge for me because I I've learned it a lot of from this uh, this music, and I continue to hear uh, some of this. And nowadays, uh, bands like, uh, if you know it, Altingoon is a Turkish band based in uh, Holland that uh, compose Turkish uh, music influenced by the sound of Tem Pala, and it's much more global.
1: What was the reason that you had moved to Berlin at one point?
0: Because Berlin is uh, the first step before New York. It's one of my favorite uh, capitals in Europe. It's uh, absolutely like uh, living uh, in uh, Pulp Fiction. (laughs) Yes, you are totally free in this uh, city. You can uh, do whatever you want uh, with no fear. It's very safe. And 50% of the people are not from German, are from all around the world. Mm. And it's very interesting living there. And the experience that I get uh, when I live there was fantastic.
1: You mentioned among your influences, you said that Moby was one of your influences. And then, of course, you got to open for him. So it's a silly question, but was that a dream come true for you to be able to open for him? And then for that matter, did you get to meet him? Of course,
0: yes. When I heard that he will come in Greece, I pick up the phone and call the the, the manager and I, I told him that, okay, I do not want nothing. I just want to open this uh, concert. And uh, then when we are behind the scenes, I met him. I gave him my two first albums and uh, I asked him to to listen to, to my performance. And then he did a... Uh, very polite and very good tweet that was telling that uh, congratulations minimal for the great performance and the very nice tunes.
1: Wow. Wow. That's fantastic. That's fantastic. Yeah. I'm joined today on the Now Hear This Entertainment guest line from Athens, Greece, by singer, songwriter, guitar player, and composer, Monsieur Minimal. Visit his official website at com. I will have a link to it on the show page for this episode on my podcast website, nhte.net. Once you land on his website, there is a shop link for purchasing his original music. However, you will also see down at the bottom of the website, that there are links for Apple Music, Spotify, and Bandcamp. And he's even on SoundCloud, too, which is one of the many platforms that this show is available on. Look, too, at the bottom of monsieurminimal.com for social media logos, links, to follow and engage with him on Facebook, YouTube, and Instagram. And, of course, do give him a follow when you're on Spotify. Did you hear my interview last week with Nyan Fader? Since we are now officially into 2024, I will again remind you of what I had said on that episode, in case you did not hear it yet. <laughs> Challenge yourself that in this new calendar year, you're going to invest in yourself and what you're doing career-wise, so that you can start getting the results you want and that you need. I'm referring specifically to getting something out of the interviews you do as a guest on radio, TV, podcasts, and more. Take the online class that I have for you at interviewtipscourse.com. You're going to benefit from all the years that I spent doing PR with pro athletes and Olympians, as well as the almost 10 years that I've been interviewing guests on this show in a way that will allow you to sell more books, get more downloads, gain more followers. You get it. I have more than two dozen tips in the course, plus 15 different resources you can use to find more interview opportunities for yourself. Go to interviewtipscourse.com. Don't waste time being interviewed only to say, that was great, but it didn't move the needle at all for me. Again, go to interviewtipscourse.com and get started today. Christos, I mentioned back in the intro that you are working on a new album. Share with us all about that in terms of what stage it's in, when it will be released, whatever details you can give us at this point.
0: Okay, about the next album. Um, After this theory album, I decided to continue under the same vintage pop filter in the music. And I try to add uh, some uh, new genres like soul and funky and uh, compose my seventh album. I have already released uh, one single with the title Desert In Your Eyes. This is the original song, not the remix that you received from the email. Uh, This uh, single is uh, out uh, since March and the album will be ready inside 2024 in all digital source, and of course in vinyl, because I love to have a physical product in my head, I love to have the
1: vinyl. Do you know what the title of the album will be? Do you know how many songs it will have?
0: Yes, the, the title of the album will be seven, because it's the seventh album, and it will have seven tracks.
1: Ah, interesting, interesting. So when you say that you are DIY, do you even do your own artwork for the albums that you release, or do you have someone else that does those for you?
0: This, I, I cannot do this. I, and I don't want to do this. <laughs> I only do the, the music part. Uh, I have designers that they manage to do the, the artwork or the, the music videos. Desert in Your Eyes also uh, have a, a music video. It was shot. Yes, it was shot in, my, in the town that I have been born. It, it was in the north of Greece, and it is a very nice music video. And what city in Greece is that? It's a Greece that's called Yanitsa. <laughs> very strange name.
1: <laughs> As I mentioned in the first half of the show, you've been at this for more than 15 years now. I'm curious to get your thoughts on the music industry.
0: Mm, yes, music industry changed a lot since we know it. Okay, I'm 43 years old. I started with music, uh, with the cassettes and the, the vinyls, and uh, now everything is online. Uh, social media streaming stores are now ruling the industry. Labels now become more promoters and managers than producers or investors in music and uh, they sometimes, here in Greece happens, they charge you for services that uh, uh, you are not sure that will uh, succeed. Major labels are uh, earning much more money from uh, streaming stores without spending uh, almost nothing. And um, the new artists, they have to do it mostly by themselves, everything by themselves.
1: But given everything that you just said, and then thinking about audience, you've heard Christos mention vintage pop. You heard him mention his early influences. I would say, Christos, that it's no surprise that you do make sure that you release your music on vinyl, as I said, in combination with everything that you just told us about your thoughts on where the music industry is today.
0: Uh, Okay, because (laughs) I'm a big boy. I love the vinyls, and... uh, uh, I think that there is no release if you don't have the physical stuff in your heads. Mm. So in every album, I release uh, about 50 uh, items of a uh, vinyl and I'm selling it uh, uh, in my concerts or from my
1: website. And uh, that works. But I would think that there is on the one hand, an opportunity for people to say this is a limited release. There's not a lot of physical units available. At the same time, if I was you, I would have my business hat on and say, I hope I sell out of these and I have to do a second printing. Do you do a second printing when you sell out or is it no? I print one time and that's it.
0: Yes, sometimes, yes. My Greek album, Erotica, success was massive in Greece. I have uh, did it uh, again. I will release it again.
1: Ah, okay. Okay. Well, congratulations. I should have asked this back in the early part of the conversation, but what are your dreams in music and your philosophy in life? I don't know. Maybe the two go together.
0: Yes, uh, they, they go together. I want to continue to be creative, writing good music with the same passion and love. I prefer to be amateur, amateur lover to the music and continue telling uh, the stories of my life until the end. I wish also uh, to find uh, a a label uh, abroad, uh, maybe in USA or in Canada, to license my music and uh, promote it there much better than now I'm doing by myself uh, from Greece. Uh, About my life, I wish to be healthy, physical and medical. Uh, I love to travel as much as I can, and now with my new baby boy, I will try to do it uh, all together as a family.
1: Yeah, an audience, I should have mentioned when I brought Christos on at the beginning, that he's a singer, songwriter, guitar player, composer, and father, because he and his wife did just have a new little baby, as you just heard. So congratulations on that for sure. And I'm sure that's going to be influencing not only your lifestyle, but your music as well. Yes, I have already wrote a song for him. Outstanding. Outstanding. You were talking a few minutes ago about the video that was shot in the town where you were born. I mentioned in the intro that you have more than 11 million combined video views on your official YouTube channel. I think it's clear that video must be a priority for you. So would it be safe to assume that you are very hands-on with the creation of your videos and maybe even with your channel?
0: Of, um, as I told you before, everything in, now is um, in the social media and the streaming stores. So you have to have uh, your audio and you have to have also a picture. And uh, YouTube uh, videos and music videos help me to promote my music. I also love to make music videos and uh, for my music, uh, sometimes when I'm writing a song, I imagine uh, the video.
2: Mm.
0: This also happens. So um, I'm trying uh, uh, to be very constant on YouTube and Spotify and to release uh, an original song or a mix, or a music video every three or for months in order to keep my audience in
1: touch. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. An audience, you might wonder why I would ask Christos that question. Is he hands-on with the videos? Is he hands-on with his channel? Because you would say, well, Bruce, you know he keeps talking about doing everything DIY, but you did hear him say that he contracts out the design work for his albums, and so there might be a case of where a DIY artist says yes, but someone who produces videos. I don't do video editing myself or they're better at location scouting or they're better at the angles and the lighting and the pre-production, the storyboarding. So that's why I asked Christos that question, but it sounds like Christos, you still have your hand in, in absolutely everything since your name is on it.
0: Yes. I'm, I, uh, I'm a control freak. Okay. <laughs> uh, but I have a, uh, very good partners in the uh, design department and video department. And uh, we are trying to work together. And uh, the the final word is, it's, it's my word. Okay. Because I'm, okay, I'm a DIY worker and control freak, as I said before.
1: Yeah, as evidenced, folks, by the fact that We are going on what is 8 p.m. over in Athens, and here is Christos recording this interview with me. So clearly he's passionate about his music and putting everything he needs to into his career. We heard about the new album, but Christos, you seem to me like someone who probably has his hands in other projects. Tell me, what else are you working on?
0: Yes, I'm also working on some new tunes uh, for uh, my next Greek uh, album because... Okay, uh, I love to write in English, but uh, living here in Greece uh, and writing Greek music uh, helps you to do it better. Uh, so I'm working in, on some new tunes for my next one or two album in Greek. And then I will start performing again uh, at the beginning of uh, February, starting from Athens, and then visit the other cities in Greece, like Saloniki and smaller cities.
1: Maybe in Istanbul, sometimes we are trying to arrange this also. And so, audience, when I remind you again shortly about all of Monsieur Minimal's online destinations, you're going to want to make sure that you keep up with him so that you can see dates and locations for where you can go and see him perform live. As we do start to wind things down, Christos, I do have to ask, where did your artist name, Monsieur Minimal, come from?
0: Uh, If you were here, it would be very easy for you to notice because of my physical uh, situation, I'm not a big guy. I'm a small guy. Uh, no, no, no. That, that's the funny part of the story. <laughs> it's about my philosophy because I love to be a simple guy. I love to be minimal guy, minimal in my thoughts, minimal in my dreams, minimal in my music. I think that life is simple and have to be simple in order to continue and uh, achieve
1: your uh, dreams. Okay, but we heard early on in this interview about the contest that you won way back when. So at what point did you decide, I'm going to be an artist under the name Monsieur Minimal? versus did you ever start doing music under your given name and change later to an artist's name?
0: No, no, no. That was my, my nickname from the beginning. When I first started to compose my songs, that was my, my art's name, Monsieur Minimal.
1: Wow, wow. And we are going to close with another original song from Monsieur Minimal, one called Release Me. Christos, before I let you go and I play that song, share with the audience first all about this one, if you would, please.
0: Yes, this, well, this one is one of my favorite songs. Uh, Release Me was a hopeful song. Uh, about freedom, talks about the importance of being yourself uh, in this of life that we are living. Uh, I released it uh, inside the quarantine. It was in the beginning of the quarantine. And it was the song that opens the Hysteria album. Uh, musical is a modern psychedelic song uh, merging some new elements such as uh, disco, soul and funky sounds. A uh, great influence in this track was a band from uh, USA, my favorite band, I forgot to mention it, Kwame.
1: You're mentioning that it was around the time of the start of the quarantine. Is that just a point of reference? Is that just a coincidence? Or were you influenced by the quarantine in any of your writing that you were doing at that time?
0: No, it was just a coincidence. I was not so lucky because all the promotion starts when the Karaden starts here in Greece.
1: Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. That makes sense. Well, Christos, wonderful to have you on the show. Thank you for making time to be on Now here This Entertainment, and we will be excited to see the new album that you release in 2024.
0: Thank you, YouTube Bruce. I hope you the best for the new year, for you and your
1: audience. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. And with that, I will wrap up another new episode of Now Hear This Entertainment. My sincere thanks to singer, songwriter, guitar player, and composer, Monsieur Minimal. Do visit his official website at monsieurminimal.com. Again, I will have a link to it on the show page for this episode on my podcast website, nhte.net. As I mentioned before, once you land on his website, look for the shop link so you can purchase his original music or just scroll down to the bottom for the logos, the links, to get it from the likes of Apple Music, Spotify, or Bandcamp. Remember that, just like this show, he is on SoundCloud. Additionally, look for the links on monsieurminimal.com to connect with him on facebook youtube and instagram and as i mentioned before do give him a follow on spotify let him know that you heard him and his music i now hear this entertainment and as i suggested before watch in the new year for dates and locations of where you can go see him perform live I do truly hope that you like this show, that you're enjoying what I'm doing every week on the Now Hear This Entertainment podcast. If you've made it all the way to the end, thank you for having stuck with Christos and I, and I'm going to assume that that means that you do like the podcast. You can take action to let me know that you appreciate the work that I do to keep making this show happen every week, every month, well over nine and a half years now without missing once by going on my podcast website, nhte.net, and then using the yellow Buy Me A Coffee logo that you will see there. This is not a sponsor. It's not affiliated with any brand or chain. It's just a fun way for you to send your support, your thanks to me, including a note that I will see when you utilize that option. You can also just head directly to buymeacoffee.com slash w. That's going to do it for episode 516. Thanks ever so much for listening. I'll send you out today with another song from Monsieur Minimal. This is the one Christos just talked about. It's called Release Me.